What is up, everyone? We are back with another episode of Shaping the Culture. Uh, so pumped for this episode. As you guys can see, we got a gang uh, in this episode. We got everybody from men, uh, the, the men in singleness and the women in singleness episode uh, to discuss uh, relationships. Uh, you guys wanted it, so here we are. And uh, what we're gonna do before we jump in is I'm gonna give an opportunity for everyone to introduce themselves. And so, uh, Ficker, do you wanna start us off? Let us know who you are, where you're from, your relationship. Yeah, yeah my name is Ficker, I'm from Pennsylvania, and I am single. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. Yeah, um, this is your boy, Sam all the way from Minnesota, St. Paul, gang, gang. Your boy is uh, single. <laughs> Ready to mingle. Ready to mingle. <laughs> awesome. And then, uh, Zayma, you want to start us off? <laughs> um, I'm Zayma from Maryland, and I am in a relationship. Cool, I'm Yordi. I'm from San Diego in Maryland, um, and I am actually in a relationship. What's up, guys? I'm Meckley. I'm from Silver Spring, Maryland, and I am single. My name is Hanu. I am from Silver Spring, Maryland, and I am single as well. Not ready to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> she said, no DMs, please. Uh, so my name is Ebenezer, as you guys know, and uh, I am single and uh, ready to have this conversation. Um, so I've been really uh, just enjoying this series, uh, a lot of great feedback and engagement. Um, thankful for everyone who reached out and shared your thoughts and uh, shared what you guys wanted to hear next. Um, and one of the things that we heard uh, back was we wanted, you guys wanted us to discuss what it looks like to be in friendship with opposite sex and uh, what does pursuit look like? I know, um, historically speaking, men do the pursuing, uh, culture is shifting. And we're, we're seeing it being more acceptable for women to pursue. So some of y'all ladies reached out and asked if that's uh, something that should take place, uh, what our takes are on that. I know that's like a big topic. And uh, yeah, we have different perspectives, I'm sure, um, represented here. And so we want to tackle those two uh, major topics with our in our time here together. And so um, we'll, we'll start off this way. Maybe we'll start off talking about guys and girls being friends because that's a that's a fun one and i know for our dc gang every time i'm in the dmv area without fail that conversation gets brought up so i know there's a lot of insight and perspective there but yeah whoever wants to open us up uh, what do you guys think about that um yeah how do you uh yeah do you guys think it's wise for men and women to be friends uh do you think it's wise for men and women to be close friends what does that look like uh how does that yeah, how does that work in, in your life? I think you'd have to define what a friend and a close friend are first um, before having that conversation. Because that, you know, if you leave that open to interpretation, that can be real, a real sticky situation. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, just basic, let's just have We're on the same page about Yeah. So I think that, I don't see a problem with it personally. Um, I just, I feel like men and women can be friends. And I feel like if I have women who are my friends, then why can't I have, like, you know, as long as there's boundaries set, especially if you're in a relationship, obviously things change. And like some of my closest guy friends, like my best friend is a guy, but 
obviously if I'm in a relationship or if he's in a relationship, there's certain boundaries that we don't, I mean, we never really cross boundaries, but um, like, I won't call, you know, I'll, I won't call him after a certain time or he won't call me after a certain time, just out of respect for the, for the significant other. But like my friendship is going to change. Like I'm not about to drop all my male friends or my guy friends because I'm in a relationship. Like if I got in a relationship tomorrow, I wouldn't stop being your friend. You're one of my closest guy friends. You feel me? Like, yeah, but we're not best friends. I think boundaries well, is really the key word here. And I think I do agree. I think we need to define it because for some people, best friend could be somebody you tell all your secrets to, somebody you are fully open with emotionally. And then that's where it can get tricky. That's where you have to be really careful. Mm-hmm. But for some people, best friends might be a little bit more surface or not surface, but not as intimate. And then that's where I feel like, okay, it could be okay. But if you're extremely intimate with the other person, you tell them all your secrets. I'm not saying you will catch feelings, but I'm saying you have to, we would be naive to think that we don't need to place a certain boundary over our own hearts in order to avoid any type of feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a very black and white thing. Uh, <laughs> friends are cool. Best friends are not a thing, no. Best friends while in a relationship or even in single? But my question would be, why is it different then, right? Because there's a certain there's boundary still, right? So yeah. if you are really close with a guy friend, almost to the point where it looks like you're dating, then I would say, I don't know, you got to be careful with that. Because if another guy comes along, they might visualize and see that and assume things and say, oh, they might be together. And that could potentially, you know, cause some people to turn the other way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, like, I think what you're saying, though, is are you saying, like, in a relationship, like, a girl or a guy shouldn't have a best friend of the opposite sex or, like, even in your single life? Um, I'm going to stir the pot and say um, I would... I don't know. I think it's very naive to think if you're even single and have a friend of the opposite sex that there are no emotions friend? tied to it. Or best friend, I'm sorry, best friend. Okay. And that there are no emotions tied to it. I don't know. Like currently or like ever? Because I think that like, like, like you can't currently be best friends with an, a person of the opposite sex and then like not catch feelings. Yeah. Or you're saying possible. like at some time point in it, like. Yeah, someone's going to catch feelings. And so that I think it depends. I think it depends on the 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 relationship. And I, I disagree. Really- like really? yeah, I disagree. Like um, you can be friends, and as long as you have the boundary set and you let the person know your intentions from the beginning, that you guys will not be in a relationship. This is simply just friendship. You already let that other person know this is this is simply just as friends, and you can go deep with that person um, without like catching feelings if you let your intentions be known clear in the beginning i agree yeah so as long as you set the boundaries it should be fine you think like if right with boundaries that's the thing with boundaries i would say but then what are those boundaries right um Mm -hmm. am i the guy my deepest darkest secrets am i telling my guy friend the things that i'm really struggling with am i opening up to that point because then i would say there's a little bit of naivete in that to think that there's not going to be because women we're looking to be and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but we're looking to be known, right? Everyone is, essentially. And to somebody, if somebody knows us in that deep level, and we are, there is attraction there. If there is no attraction, sometimes it, it could differ. I don't know. But, and you guys can speak on that, too. But I just feel like we need to be cautious in that because our emotions tend to go ahead of us. And we just have to make sure that we stay ahead of our emotions and set those boundaries. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, like, again, like, it just goes back to, like, what is that relationship that you have with that person? Because, like, realistically, like, if I say that you're my best friend, like, if I was like, Jordi is my best friend, like, 
do I have to like catch feelings for you just because you're a person of the opposite sex? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why does it have to be that I like, cause okay. For example, like Hanu's brother is one of my best friends. I would say that he's my male best friend. Has our relationship changed as we both entered into relationships? Absolutely. Right. There's been boundaries set and it was just a natural kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there is respect for each other. There's respect for each other's significant others. Um, but then also communication had to be set where like from the jump, when like when I was talking to my boyfriend about his girlfriends, I had to meet them. I had to know who they were all were. I needed to know the in the past with any of them. Like all those things were conversations that were had on both sides too, where I told him the same thing too. Cause like my best guy friend from college can't just call me one day at like midnight and then like he'd be like uh who is this person like so now when I get a call or whatever like it's like you know this person you've met this person you've you've, we've gone out and you know had those conversations I think that needs to be in place so there's no surprises all of a sudden right Mm -hmm. um I don't think that it's impossible but does your friendship change absolutely and it's not just with opposite sex like my friendships with my girlfriends have changed since I've been in a relationship I can't go to them with every single thing I can't go and run and be like hey i'm having this issue or whatever like that's just your relationships in general change so they should definitely change with it shouldn't be because it's the person of the opposite sex it's just because you have now boundaries and respect in your relationship that stay within your relationship you know yeah it's like no you can never do that yeah yeah i think that's good i think um boundaries is what's kind of rung true in this conversation like this is that's the thing that's been repeated um, but I definitely see what you're singing. Like if a guy and a girl are really, really, really close though, even like Sam was saying, we've defined like, yo, we're just friends. There's definitely potential for somebody to catch feelings, even with the, it being defined as like, yo, we're friends, nothing more in the vulnerability in us sharing a lot of information with each other. A lot of like just the stuff that's going on in our hearts. Uh, a lot of the things that the Lord's doing in our lives, like, there's potential at least I think can we agree in that being a reality or is it like oh this person I've just defined as nothing um even if you've defined them and put them in that place in your life you don't know if they've you know they might potentially is, catch feelings why you have to have that conversation you don't know what's in the future we can't I think it would be crazy to say I will never ever I could never ever because mm-hmm. we don't emotions are a powerful thing vulnerability transparency yeah. acceptance these things when they start to develop we have, we can't just be like, oh, never, never. We can try, but I think at the end of the day, we might even end up surprising ourselves. And I think if you're both single and like that happens, like, I don't think that that's a bad thing. Like if that happens to happen, I think what the, I guess we're having two conversations, right? It's like, are both these people single or is one person or both people in a relationship? Because if you're both single, I think that, I mean, it's up to you too about the, about it's up to those two people to decide where they want to take that friendship or whatever. But if you're, entering a relationship or whatever then boundaries like these are two completely different even even if you're both single i feel like there's boundaries in that too like i'm not going to talk to my my guy friends every single day like that's just not it's just is what it is like i'm not going to talk to you every single day and like profess my undying emotions to you every single day because then i might be leading you on or i might be like even though i know for a, a fact i don't see you like that i'm not about to like lead you to believe that it could possibly be a thing and like those are the conversations that i had up front like hey, I see you as my brother or I see you as just my friend. And like, let's just, because I've had friends that switched up. Like I've had friends who are like, oh, actually all of a sudden I like you. And that completely ruined the, the trajectory of our friendship because <laughs> I'm thinking that we're just, you know, like, and that that's where wisdom comes in. Cause you have to like, you have to know what you're inputting to. Like, I'm not about to 
if I'm doing too much or if I'm, I'm treating you like one of my girlfriends and that's leading you to believe something else, despite the conversation we had, then we need to tone it back. And like that we clearly we're doing something wrong for me to make you feel like there's something more than a friendship. And that's on, that's on me too. But I just feel like you can have that friendship as long as like Sam was saying, like you can, as long as you have the conversation from the beginning, like you're just my homie. I'm just your homie. Like most of my guy friends see me as their brother. Like I'm literally like their little brother to them in their head. So like, I know for a fact that it can never go past what it is because, like, you don't even see me like that. But those are also relationships that yeah. have stemmed from childhood. Too. Yeah, like, these are my, like, like my, my childhood homies. Mm-hmm. Like, my, I mean, y'all know, but. And I think it's just very different, right? Because, like, then, like, like, I think trust comes into play. Like, why don't you trust that women and men can be best friends? Is there insecurity stemmed from that? Yeah. And and Nothing which is just which is totally know. but which is <laughs> which is which is totally like valid. It's hundred percent valid. But I think it's it, I I think it'd be unwise to say that every relationship is going to be the same and every guy and girl best friend are going to like. It's just it's very situational. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's but it is their responsibility to communicate it to guide it in the right way and and all those things. But do you think it's safe to say that women should put more boundaries on their male close friends and their women or do you think it's still just universal regardless? Universal. Yeah, because I can't get what? romantically like involved yeah. with my yeah, girl exactly. best friend, you know. <laughs> you agree with that? Because yeah. I would argue even what Hanu was saying too is like by definition you're putting more boundaries on your male friends. Um, have those boundaries, but recognize that it's not the same as having a close girlfriend. Yeah, it's not for sure. The same, and the boundaries also won't look the same. And there's a reason yeah. for that. Yeah, for sure. And I would be interested to hear the viewpoint from a guy or a girl who genuinely their number one, like, like Yafit is my best friend, my guy best friend, but like he's not my number one person I go to. I have my girl best friend that is the number one person that I go to. So it'd be interesting to to have. It'd be in, yeah. I, I I guess you there'd have to be like one unified definition of a best friend first. Um, because right, I, so, you, by that, then you have like more than one best friend. Absolutely. So I guess yeah. my, my understanding is if there's one person I go to, that cannot be a woman if That's I'm in a relationship. I yeah. like, I, I would if I have like friend. five people, yeah. I'm sure, I guess one of them could be a woman. The only reason I said that is because that's the one person I know that knows things that other, like my other, that you don't know, right? And sure, like, yeah. like, that's why I define that as like a different layer of closer than just a friend. Um, but also, so, yeah. what is your significant other's? Or what is your best friend's respect level for your relationship? Because, like, I know for me, I was in a relationship, and I was in, a, like, a long-term relationship, and his best friend was a woman, and, like, she she had zero respect. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there was clearly boundaries, or I know he he didn't have feelings for her, but she clearly was, like, showing something, and I was like, yeah, that's not, ha- like, that's yeah. dead. Like, you're not about to, that's not your friend anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I'm not the type of person that says, like, you can and cannot be friends with people, but yeah. if there's, because at first I was like, you know, I have guy best friends, so, like, yeah. I can't be mad at it, like, at someone else for having a girl best friend, but as soon as I see there's a lack of respect for me and my relationship, like, whether, like, my best friend is this guy, Bukhari, like, it, Bukhari would never disrespect any, anyone I'm dating, you know, mm-hmm. and so if I see that my significant other's best friend is a woman, and she doesn't show the same respect mm-hmm. in that relationship, then that's actually not that's your so friend, real. and, like, because if you love me as a friend, then yeah. you're gonna love my relationship, too. That's so real. And, like, you'll love them the way you love me, so, like, yeah, never like i can i can put my whole life on it bakari would never like disrespect any guy i'm dating you know he would never disrespect my because that's like he le- sees it as long term and that's gonna be my you know that's gonna be my long-term friend and so the second that i feel like he's respecting my my man then i have to like that's a conversation that needs to be had mm-hmm. so that's good 
That's good. Yeah. So I, you know, the way I'm working through this, um, you know, I, I actually struggle with like, as of late, the, the difference between a friend and a best friend. Um, I think that's like a term culture has put on friendships, but um, yeah, I think like a friend is someone who uh, knows you. Right. And um, I guess best friends see you more. Uh, I think that's the way um, culture has defined it. But uh, I think historically speaking, a friend will always just see you, you know what I mean? And so um, if we're going to work with that definition of being seen, being known, um, I think that shouldn't only be reserved for, uh, you know, the, the sex that you are. I think that men and women both can see and know one another. Um, I think, you know, and this, this is my personal conviction, I think we lose out on life when we only see the opposite sex as an option for a spouse and nothing more. Um, I think we can learn a lot from one another. I think we can grow from being in relationship with one another, um, in friendship. I mean, the Bible calls us brothers and sisters, you know, um, maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe we need to redeem those terms. Like, what does it look like to be a brother? What does it look like to be a sister? Um, but to, to kind of just, uh, keep a distance from, um, the opposite sex and say, oh, I can't, I can't get close with you because we'll catch feelings is, I think, I think unhelpful. I do want to bring up something Fikru said, because you could still have those working definitions. You guys could be very intentional and lay out the, um, you know, just kind of the guidelines, the just kind of like the, the um, I don't know, I'm, I'm losing the word, the boundaries uh, for how the friendship is going to operate. But yeah, the heart is tricky, right? You never know what's going to happen. And I think somebody can catch feelings. But it goes back to how intentional you are. I think intentionality doesn't stop in the beginning. I think if, a, if, if you're a good friend, you're intentional throughout the friendship. So these conversations are being brought up where there's a safe space if somebody does catch feelings to be like, yo, I know initially we talked about us just being friends, uh, maybe because of where I'm at in life, maybe because I saw something about you that I want in a spot. I don't know, whatever. My heart is just leading me in a different way. Can we set new boundaries? Or can we maybe step away from this? I think intentionality has to be uh, at, the, at the forefront of the relationship continuously, not just at the start of the friendship. But just because there's a potential for that to happen doesn't mean we shouldn't um, uh, engage or pursue friendships. Um, I think it was Joseph Solomon. He said this at a PIA tour one time, and it just resonated with me. Um, and, and I think I've shared this with some of y'all, but he said, it is dangerous to see the opposite sex as a temptation before a human being. And I think that that rang so true for me because growing up in uh, the culture and the context I grew up in, um, that's how we perceive the opposite sex. Like, oh, don't get too close. You might catch something. And uh, we miss out on beautiful human beings. Uh, uh, we miss out on beautiful individuals that can teach us even a new thing about who God is, share, mm -hmm. share new insights to us, or even reflect God in a way that the, my, a male can't. And as a woman, something, uh, something they can point us to um, in, in a new way. And so that's kind of how I see things. Um, I think you got to be really wise. Um, I think you got to be intentional. I think you have to constantly confront things. I think you got to be honest with yourself to make things work as well. Because if you're not honest with yourself and you don't, if you don't have a sense of self-awareness, it'll be very difficult to even catch certain things and bring to light certain things um, as well. 
And so, but yeah, but my, my whole conviction is like, yo, as long as, you know, as long as there's boundaries, as long as there's conversations, as long as there's intentionality, um, yeah, I think you're, you're okay in pursuing someone to, to pursuing a friendship with the opposite sex. And I think that it can be healthy for the soul even, um, and healthy for your understanding of who God is altogether. Yeah, yeah I, I have a rebuttal. Let's do it. Um, we're here. I, I want to go back to what you said about, right, um, we're all brothers and sisters, and that friendship is, I guess, wanting to be known and seen. Yeah. Uh, I think you and Hunter are the only two people who have a brother and a sister. So I would ask you, who sees you more, your brother or your sister? Like, who knows you deeper? For, I guess for you, right? Who, who has more access to your life? Yeah. Right? Your brother or your sister? You don't make me get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think by nature, I would assume, right, for you, it would be your sister. I would assume for you, it would be your brother. Hold on. Um, let's let's let talk me. No, no, no. I, I, like, the reason why, it would be my brother, but the only reason is because my sister is 11 years younger than me. So, like, I think that that's a factor. But I have seen siblings, like, that are really close, like, guy-girl siblings that are really, really close. Yeah are like that's really my home like you know sometimes your, your siblings aren't your friends like that's really my home so I feel like yeah and if you're watching sibling too but I feel like in different in different senses there's there's a different aspect of the relationship both of them like my sister Yannick I mean we shared a room for god knows how long so like you know there's certain aspects that I go to her like if I'm having I don't know certain dilemmas like she's a person but a lot of other things I do go to my brother for like there's a lot of like faith talk and a lot of like relational things because my brother is one of the, the first christian men i knew like mm -hmm. so it's like when it, when it comes to like i don't know like uh, so abu you brought up a good point so like your friendships teach you certain things so i feel like a lot of for me i didn't grow up in a house with like christian men so, or like mm -hmm. a family with christian men and so when i have these friendships with people like yordi or abu or yafit or yoni like all these male figures in the church and who know god each friendship has taught me like, okay, this is what, like, I can take a characteristic, not saying I'm, I'm attracted to anyone, like any of you guys, but like, there's certain characteristics I can take. I can, there's certain <laughs> characteristics I can take and I can say like, this, this makes up a great person. And like, there's certain things that I now hold to a threshold because of the male friendships that I have. Mm -hmm. And like women friendships too, like wisdom that I might get from, from um, Zema or biblical knowledge that I might get from, from Meckley. Like these are, things that I can pick out and say, okay, this is, these are characteristics that I hope my spouse has. Mm -hmm. And it's from my friendships. So and I don't look at any of, like, I don't like you like that. Like, yeah. like I don't, I'm not looking at y'all like that, yeah. but there's, there's a lot of characteristics that you can pull from your friendships yeah. and they can cultivate a new understanding. Like I didn't have to grow up in a house with, with a male figure who's Christian to understand that, okay, now that I have all these friendships, I now know what I look for in a spouse. Yeah. Chikru, you have a sister that's a yeah. twin. What, what's that look like for you guys? Yeah, I, I think, and I don't have a brother to compare her with. It's just me and her. But, I mean, we have a really, really close relationship. Um, yeah, we <laughs> we went through it together. We struggled together. We, I mean, we're here together. I mean, I feel like um, we've grown in the Lord together. Uh, we've struggled. To, like, there's just been a, a bunch of stuff that in our relationship that I've grown in knowing Jesus. I've grown in um, there's people I've like I've seen her in a lot of ways and um it's been really beneficial and in the same way like sisters in Christ like in high school and most of college I didn't have a lot of 
like female friends because of what you were saying. Like we grew up with th- this mentality that women are like temptation um, primarily. And so, but since then I have like, even the past year or two, I've grown in seeing like the values that my sister have, um, the, the qualities that my sisters have. And I've seen a lot of the Lord in them. Like you were saying, like I can see a lot of things in my sisters that I don't see in my brothers because my sisters reflect Jesus in a way that my, my brothers don't reflect Jesus. Um, but I think a really important thing and something you guys were saying before too, is like, we got to be really intentional with my, like, I have to be really intentional with communicating with my sisters, um, that I'm not pursuing them in any way, like that. I'm not trying to be at them, like nothing like that. It's just, we're just friends, uh, type stuff. And, and sometimes that works well. Sometimes that doesn't work well, but in, communicating that it's like, it's worth the relationships that I gain. Like it's, you know, the, the, I don't even say drama, but the miscommunications, the issues that we're working through the growth that I've seen in these relationships, like it's worth pursuing female relationships. Um, I think where I differ a little bit is like, I have a lot of female friends and I've grown a lot in knowing Jesus and knowing them and and gaining a lot of knowledge and, and wisdom myself. Um, I still wouldn't say I had like a, this one person mm-hmm. um, that is my like above everybody else. Like, no, I have guy accountability. I have guy like discipleship. I have guy stuff. So like, as long as yeah. my relationship with my sisters doesn't prevent me or replace my male discipleship or accountability and stuff like that, like then I think I'm, I'm in a good place. Yeah. Um, but when I think personally, when I think best friend, I'm thinking like, this is the person I go to for everything. When I'm struggling, when I'm tempted, when I'm this, when I'm that, like, this is the person I'm going to. And that's why I say like, maybe this best friend should be reserved for somebody that's within your sex. Um, but there's a lot of value in female friend, like cross sex friendships. I think there's a lot of uh, dope wisdom to be exchanged. I think there's a lot, there's just a lot to be gained in it. And so um, I think I'm in agreement with the majority of what everybody's saying. Yeah, I see that. Like, I can definitely see how being too close with someone and them being your like your confidant and like replacing that discipleship or that accountability or whatever like I would never attempt for one of my guy friends to like hold me accountable like that's what I have like my sisters in Christ for like I don't need mm-hmm. but I can see how that would be dangerous because at that point we're married like <laughs> if you're doing all that you're good bro you got you got any more thoughts sorry McLeod me uh no i think Fugu hit on the head that i think that was i mean he said it in a more elegant and sophisticated less way aggressive. Than I could, right uh, <laughs> less aggressive i guess way. less aggressive than i said can uh but no that's that that was pretty much my point with having one person that you go to being the opposite sex is, is such a slippery slope and he even i i didn't i didn't even think about it in the sense of accountability or even in a spiritual sense of saying um that they're replacing my guy i didn't even think about it that way i'm thinking of more of like if you're the one person i go to we're like for one thing, one thing yeah. after another thing after another yeah. thing, there's bound to be some type of emotional connection in that. Mm-hmm. It'd be a very slippery slope if one person has that and the other person mm-hmm. doesn't. But yeah. even Fruku mm-hmm. came out of perspective that I don't even think about, and that only t- draws my point deeper. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, what you're saying, Michael? Yeah. No, I was just gonna say like with the best friend and the friend, I think there's a distinction there, right? That we've clearly differentiated between. So. Can guys and girls be friends? Definitely, I think it's encouraged. I think it's biblical. I think it's great. Best friends, I think that's where maybe we all have different opinions and that's okay too. Um, But I think hold to your personal perspective of what a best friend is. Because for me, 
I kind of agree with you already in that. It's going to be one person I go to for accountability for my struggles. And I, I would never go to a man for that just because I know personally, that's not the wisest thing for me to do. So yeah, I think there definitely is a distinction between friends and then best friend. So we just need to make sure that we're mindful of that. I don't like the word best. We should just say close friends. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because you can have multiple close friends that you can go to and you can pour your heart out to and you know can get disciples through, you know? Find that as one per a lot of people define that as one person. Yeah, I'm thinking of like Okay, I wasn't. So I wasn't I think my guy friends are like my my quote unquote close friends. I have close friends. You, you guys are but my then close friends. I think you like right, like that's like Jordy would be my close friend. Yeah. But like there are things that I go to Yafit for but there's or layers about. of close friends, I think. That from college and from you know what I mean right. but then like the second I don't even know I think I guess that's a whole other conversation but like something just changed in our relationship naturally when he got into a relationship and when I got into a relationship where it just was like different and what was so vital and so important was that I became really cool friends and like not like really close with Melody and intentional with her and he did with Sheesh like that would just have to happen and it naturally happened and that's why there's respect there to the point where like I would hope that one day it gets to a point where like I can talk to Melody more than I go to to Yafit for just yeah. out of respect for their relationship yeah. right so and that's what we're working on like now and it's it's just a, it's a very natural thing it'd be like you said like that's happened to me in my past relationship where um my ex's girlfriend was like or like friend that was a girl was like really weird to me and I, I was like mm, I don't like that like and that's just immediately like okay so Y'all are dating? Like, what's what's going on, you know? So <laughs> y'all are together. Y'all are literally together. I'm the, third, I'm, the side, I'm the side chick, you know? And and that's where it gets kind of messy. And that yeah. just has to be a clear... From friends, too. Like, you have girlfriends. So, like, your girlfriends need to make sure that they respect and honor your relationship as well. And, like, have those boundaries. And, like, your relationship with those girls naturally change, too. Even if they're not your best friends. Yeah. Like, I can't just be calling you at, like... I mean like you know like, yeah, yeah, I like yeah. midnight for fun right because that's it's just not where we're at anymore as friends mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so it seems like we're all in agreement it was just definitions um, i think yeah. we all have different definitions of what a best friend is and i think that that's like fine because if we had one definition then our best friends wouldn't even be our best friends there you go <laughs> you know that's like true yeah so yeah yeah good 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 so all right switching gears here a little bit um yeah so let's say um i actually want to hear from the women on this um but let's say y'all are feeling a guy right there's a guy that is catching your eye but he's not really pursuing right um he's not really uh you know letting you know what the business is do you guys feel comfortable pursuing him um or Maybe, maybe pursuit is a strong word, uh, letting your intentions be known or letting, you know, dropping some hints because sometimes brothers were, were a little slow uh, in picking up what y'all laying down. But would you guys, you know, kind of help him out and let him know like, yo, I'm kind of feeling you, I'm feeling this. Is there something to explore here? I literally. You're about to <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be as, as politically okay. correct as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> um, me shooting my shot is saying hello. And past that, if you're not really catching it, you're not catching it. <laughs> but I feel like, I don't think there's a, there's a, like, a say-so, like, yeah. men have to pursue women. I mean, everyone, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I know women who have shot their shot in the DMs. 
that's their prerogative. But I know for me, that's an for absolute me need. <laughs> for me in my household, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> because I just don't think that's like, that's not my character. I'm naturally like shy. Like, yeah. it's just, it's not my character to shoot my shot at a guy. Yeah. I'm me, shy with women, let alone men. I'm shy with humans, yeah. animals, everyone. Like, so it's like- <laughs> Can I add it's personality though? Yeah. So let's make the distinction, right? Like it's personal, like for me, my personality, I, I'm with Hanu. I don't think I could never say never, but like just my personality. Never. But is it wrong for women to pursue men? No. Is it wrong for women to make the first move? No. Is it, is it wrong in my opinion? I don't believe that there's anything that says no. Is it wrong for a woman to let a guy know she has feelings for it, she's into him, whatever? No. However, godly men initiate. And that, whether it be from the very beginning or throughout the relationship, hopefully throughout, godly men initiate. That's something that I don't really think could be like debated. Um, yeah. If a man is being led, quote unquote, I don't like that word because I feel like it might be reserved for marriage, but if a man is essentially being led by a woman in dating season, what makes us think that when she gets that ring, all of a sudden he's going to be a leader and he's going to initiate and he's going to, um, yeah, like it, it doesn't make sense. So I think uh, observe the patterns in the dating season and whatever you want to call it, if it's pursuing, um, I don't know, mutual agreements, like I think there needs to be initiation from the man. And I think there needs to, passivity is, is a deal, is a red flag. Passive mm -hmm. men, I think that's a red flag for a lot of us. I don't know if I want to speak for you guys, but passive men is a huge red flag. Yeah. So with that being said, to answer the question, um, can a woman shoot her shot? Is it wrong? I don't believe it's wrong. Um, props to the women who do that. However, I believe that godly men initiate and godly men will make their intentions known. Godly men will know what they want and they'll communicate that consistently to pursue when there's actually like the relationship happening. But um, if a woman is doing all the work, if she's the one kind of initiating everything, then I would say that's a problem. But that's just, that's my viewpoint. I, I have a follow-up question to that because I, I, I hear that often and I have thoughts on that. What I'm hearing is it's not okay, or it's okay for women to initiate, but it's not ideal. Like what you guys would prefer is for, because you said, godly men initiate so that to me says that's a statement right there that um if he is following jesus um it's it's expected that he's the one who initiates the relationship so does that mean then you guys would like women can but we don't prefer to or we don't feel like it's our place what do you mean by that does that make sense does that question make sense can i have, can I have a follow-up question to your question is um that that only makes sense if we know that the man is interested. What if you're interested in the man? That, that so that's why I think it's important for women to, if you are feeling a guy and he has no idea or you don't think he has any idea, it's okay to like, not just hint, but be vocal, be clear. Like if that's what you want to do, be clear. Yeah. But then what? I think the pursuit happens then. I don't believe the pursuit necessarily mm. starts and ends right when you're like, hey, I like you. Um, there's a responsibility from both parties, I believe, yeah. to be consistent and to initiate to a certain degree. But let's look at the... Um, alternative of a woman just initiating everything throughout the process, right? Because I believe pursuing is a process throughout the process, then I would say that's an issue. Not only is it not ideal, but I look to character. That's what I look to, right? So that speaks volumes about the man's character. Is that a man that you want to marry? So that's kind of just the perspective that I'm coming from, if that makes sense. Yeah. So if you were talking to, I completely agree. So if either of you were like talking to a guy um, or like DMing or whatever, messaging a guy, and you're like not sure where it's at. Are you gonna continue messaging him until he lets you know where it's at? Like, or what? Like, what? 
his intentions are or are you going to be like hey like we've been messaging for a while and things are kind of like like what 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 is this what what's going on what is this, this is so uncomfortable um i think no like at, at what point at that point i'm just gonna assume he sees me as his homie or like i'm his brother because <laughs> like there's no way that you're continuing conversation and there's no type of pursuit or like if he's actually Intention. interested yeah like he'll say something like and i'm not i'm not about to catch a hint like you have to legit be straight up and say hey honey like we've we've been talking you're cool like xyz because if, if there's nothing it's a gray area i'm gonna take that as you're not either you're not ready you're not interested or you're not willing to you're like wasting you're wasting my time and now you're my brother all of a sudden we're related but that that that's not always the case because sometimes like men are just shy or men are not confident um so like where a woman has initiated it and they're married now i'm not gonna name names but the whole process and it started off in terms of she said hey this is me shooting my shot i'm paraphrasing here but she said i'm interested in you and it caught him by surprise because he really wasn't getting that vibe but he wanted to kind of pursue it forward and so can I sit here and say that that shouldn't happen? No, I don't think so. From my personality, from my personality, maybe. I think, we, from, I think it's safer to say that if you are having a conversation with the woman and like you guys are talking often and you're getting to know each other, just as the man step up and say, hey, like this is where, so like, I mean, to speak for myself, like that's kind of what happened with, with my relationship or the pursuit of that. Like we were messaging for a while, like nothing romantic like I really wasn't even in the season of looking for anyone genuinely and um we had been messaging for a couple like two weeks or so and he was like hey I'm gonna keep it real with you I don't want to waste your time um I am feeling you I don't know if it's reciprocated but I do want to intentionally pursue you further like more romantically and I don't want you to feel like I'm wasting your like some it was something like that um and that caught me by surprise because I was like oh like this first of all <laughs> this is different you know what I mean and then like two um two and and two I really had respect for that yeah unfortunately but two I had respect for that because I was like okay like that that means something that you don't want to just sit here and make me assume that you like me or you don't like me or you just want to be the homie like it just it was very straight up he gave me the choice to like I don't know where you're at but I just need to let you know where I'm at and he was genuinely okay with me saying, I don't see you that way and let's continue this as friends. But he just was like, I can't continue from this point on to waste either of our times, yeah. you know? And I think that makes a huge difference. And I guess that's what you're Yeah, I think there's value in being forward in that way for sure. And I think there's godliness in that. I think eliminating that confusion. And there needs to be humility and understanding. Mm -hmm. And if she is not feeling that same way, And both parties have to be really responsible and, and mature in like keeping it at that and what I think it's like, I'm I'm okay. Are you I think, be toxic? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think for soul in the church looks a lot different oh, yeah. than it does in the world. And I can only speak and some people have never really been in the world and so that's that's on them, but like I've I've <laughs> actually that's a lot, of time, but um so I, I was I think we are okay anyways um i think that like coming from a person who i've never been in like a quote-unquote christian relationship right and so like my my previous like relationship was was not with someone who was in the church or someone who was a believer and so and this is also bc hanu like this was like college hanu different person still knew god was confused whatever so i feel like in that the pursuit in in the world looks a lot different i feel like a lot of women are used to like guys just coming at them and saying, hey, like, I'm interested straight up. Like, yeah. and granted, their pursuit 
might be rooted in lust. It might be rooted in superficial things. So I completely understand that. But like a lot of times it is different. So if we're used to guys, I'm used to guys being straight up and saying, hey, this is like, I'm feeling you and this is this. Or, hey, I think this of you and I'm trying to get to know <laughs> yeah. you. And then yeah. rewind to three years ago and I'm, I'm really taking my walk seriously. And I'm like in the church, granted, I, I'm not looking for a relationship, but I'm seeing it. I'm like, oh, wow, everyone's everyone's shy or like guys aren't not, and even if they're not shy like they're more intentional and like they're trying to be extremely sure before they like pursue a woman and mm. a lot of us aren't used to that like we're used to like guys just going straight up and so that was a That's culture so shock real. for me so i was like hold on like i'm now thinking i'm everyone's friend because even if if there is pursuit or this interest it's not straight up and so that's confusing i don't know if that's a bad thing per se because i feel like there should be like more pursuit or more like straight up because like if if you and Shish were going back and forth in the dms for a while he could have very well easily you could have been confused yeah. and i would have been like oh is he trying to talk to me because at that point if a guy's trying to talk to me i'm assuming he's trying to talk to me mm-hmm. and then he could have been like oh no i see you as a sister like yeah. and that would have thrown me off because i'm like hold on why are you talking to me for yeah. two weeks if that's all all it is at that point like we don't need to talk every day we don't need to talk consistently mm-hmm. if you just see me as that so i feel like the pursuit is different and it's hard to navigate and I don't know why it's so hard to navigate, but it is hard to navigate. I don't know. For me, I, I would I would prefer, you know what I'm saying? If a girl d- drops a hint, you know, like, thank you. You're helping to get out. You know what I'm saying? A hint, a hint is her responding to your messages consistently. Yeah. Th- that's real. <laughs> like, that, that's, I mean, that could be said with, like, my sisters in Christ, too, like, that, that respond to my messages, you know? You know who your sisters in Christ are, and that like like if I'm messaging Yordi back like before we were both single, we're, okay yeah Yordi doesn't reply, but let's say Yordi responded to text. <laughs> like if we're messaging back and forth, like we kind of already know. And let's say I did reach out to him, or he did reach out and was like, hey, like you know we're, whatever, like I are, I just want to set intentions and say we're just friends. That's where it, that's where it sets there too. Like regardless, communication needs to be set to understand what. You're really quiet, and and I don't know how you're taking what I'm saying. I, I want to be selective of what I say, but, but yeah, I, I, I I hear you. Like I completely hear you. I, I, what I'm saying is like it'll be like it'll make the job easier. Like, but I w- I still agree with you guys. Though I I wouldn't want the guy to pursue. I wouldn't want the guy to, you know, make his intentions clear at first. Um, but if if there if it was the other way around, like man, the guy's not doing anything. He's shy. He doesn't have the confidence. Right. I would want the the girl to give him some kind of help. You know what I mean? The Bible says, you know, wife is a helper. You know, she said hello, bro. She said hello. Hold on, hold on, now. Hold on now. <laughs> I, I mean, there's other people. Yeah, I would say that men really need to kind of step up a little bit. So, so I think, I think, right? Just, I think you you hit on the head on the head earlier, talking about at what point is a pursuit? If you're vocalizing an interest, then the man pursues, or is it is it you just saying, hey, I like you? The pursuit, because if if you and then. The initiation, I think, is the, the first point. I think per, we're you, talking if about If you're coming up to me and like, oh, I like you, that's That's, that's initiation. Pursuit, or is it? That's, that's initiating pursuit. That's opening right. that's your intentionality. Field, that's opening the field that's up it. to now say, hey, you can do what you think. Uh, right, do what you want with that. Do what you want with that, exactly. Yes, so that is the exactly. pursuit. So the, I guess the conversation and the argument is- I don't think that's the pursuit because the pursuit is not the Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We're, I think generally what we're saying is it's okay and it's not wrong. Because right, if, if I knows, I'm just, you know, use Hunt as an example. If I know if you're interested in me and I had no idea, and you tell me like, "Oh, okay," you know, Hunter is pretty. She is intelligent. 
see what it's like. <laughs> you know, so I think yeah. the initiation and is different from the pursuit. So I would say it's not. I think people don't. I don't think people know the difference between initiation and pursuit. So it's not wrong for women to initiate, but I would think it's you know kind of cowardly and for men not to pursue after that. Um, so that's my. I have a question yeah. for Sam. Also, for yeah. if you have an answer to this too, because I don't know your stance. But so is your is you wanting the woman to like give you a hint? out of fear of that she may or may not reject you if you just go ahead without a hint? Like, are you afraid that if you just go ahead and like try to talk to her, is it because you want to know for sure before you initiate or is it because- Yes. Or is it because you're afraid of the rejection? No, 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 to know like, yo, okay. I, we're having the same vibe so I can actually fully commit to this. You know, I'm going to be like, all right, oh, I'm going to invest like, everything. Why do you need her to do it? Mm -hmm. Huh? Why do you need her to do it? Like, why don't, why, if, no, no, if I'm you, giving, let, for example, let's say, you know, I'm giving her like, yo, vibes that I'm, I'm interested in, but like at the same time, like, if she's not showing that kind of same response, it makes it hard. Like, okay, this is somebody I want to be with. Like, maybe she doesn't want to be in a relationship. Like, you know, it gives you that vibe. I'm just looking for that vibe. Like, okay, I'm kind of getting the same energy. You you're, 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 or you're throwing out something first and you're saying she's catching the vibe. I hope she catched it, and then she hope I hope she sends it back. <laughs> like guys and girls can be really friendly. I've yeah. seen it happen we so vibe. many times where we're like so that. friendly, more intentional than in the world. Because I, I've also never been in a Christian relationship, and it's what Hanu said was so on point. I'm gonna and said it was so on point because it's just not a man can be. I've had a guy literally say, "I intentionally want to pursue you as a friend. Like I want to be your friend." I've literally That's had so a Christian beautiful. man say, "I want you to know this is my like I want to be your friend." I That's like nice. That, That's though. nice. It's though. nice. It's that, nice. Yeah. But like I think it was because really nice. But I think it doesn't confuse her then on what where they're at or how he feels about her. We weren't. We didn't I even guess. know each other yet. That's what he just said. I want to pursue you as a friend, and I want to like friendship mm -hmm. to me is important. I want to make my intentions clear. Um, and I think I forgot my point now, but I, I feel like <laughs> at the end of the day, like men are really friendly in the church and sometimes it rubs people that like, it, there needs to be that uh, conversation. That's a whole, no, that's a whole <laughs> I thing. And I already just, know what she's already let me saying. Just, just mind you, wait, wait, you have to preface this by saying we came into like the church very late compared to everybody that was, <laughs> we were there, then we really left, like, then we came back. Exactly. Like, we, like, I mean, at least for me, it was like middle school high school college i was like why do i need this and then after college i came in and i was like whoa like yeah. so to, to i just church. want to preface to the to church. church i i wanted to preface by saying like we're coming from right. having left and so came assumptions back. are yeah. not don't like my thing is do not assume even if you're throwing these vibes or whatever unless it's clear i think somebody needs to step up and have and say it somebody needs to step up and approach and be forward and mm -hmm. really just say like hey this is how i feel otherwise these vibes gonna be thrown back and forth for the entire mm -hmm. game and you're just gonna be tired like i don't know i don't really know now i i agree with you once i get that vibe i'm like saying hey girl this is this is what, how i feel so and once I'm, i get confirmation you know, i'm good huh uh I, I need confirmation i, I didn't get can i say a quote you know, that, i don't i don't need that confirmation i'm saying it would help wait, it would help well you said something in the first in part one at the very end of the episode, when you like quoted a quote from Pastor Neb, and you were like, if men are not willing to take the risk, I'm paraphrasing, then a man is not willing to pursue, or ready to pursue women. Like if a man is not ready, was that it? To yeah, if a man, he said, if, if a man is not ready to be rejected, a man is not ready to pursue. 
that's what it is. Because at the end of the day, Sam, like if you you're talking to this girl, right? And you say, Hey, like these are my intentions, and she says, you know, that I don't see it that way. Yeah. Next, no, like, I, I agree with you. That my point was like, it would help. I would, I'm not saying mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. It would make it easier to yes. say it. I think it holds you back from pursuing women because of that. Huh? Yes. Does it hold you back from pursuing women because well, because of that? Question. Like because of the not like not being 100 percent sure of her vibes. Like, does that hold you back from pursuing different women or a woman? Yes. Can he? In, in the past, <laughs> I, I would say yeah. Okay. This is a blanket answer for all. And I think that any woman, and I think any woman listening to this, I think you also need to hear the guys on this because that probably comes from a place of embarrassment or a place of fear that she's going to go and like tell people. And we talked about this in the last Mm -hmm. episode in part two. Like, if a guy don't feel the same way respectfully just tell him how you feel and 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 keep it moving like other people don't need to know that he pursued you people don't your, your best friends don't need to know that like it's just very immature i know it's like it, like i know it's easy to just go and tell your friends but then it's like why mm-hmm. yeah. you know and i had to learn that i don't know how that happened but like like when i when i first was being pursued when she was pursuing me i didn't my best friends didn't know for the first um i guess i want to say like two months that we were talking i didn't tell anyone and that came from a lot of things right that came from i want to have my own you know opinions on who this person is um i the the people that i did tell were well the only person that i did tell at first was my pastor because i was like hey um this guy's pursuing me what do you know about him because i need to know like if there are any red flags right and we had that conversation and then once i was getting to know him I told people, because what's the point of if this doesn't work out? Maybe if it didn't work out, I would tell like my best friend, hey, this happened and it didn't work out, right? But like, it just doesn't make sense to, it's just a very, if you think about your intent of your of why you're telling people, it's it's never for like, a, a gossip. it's gossip and it's not for a good reason. And that goes for yeah. men and women, I think. But specifically, yeah. I think that's what kind of holds men back. Am I, am I wrong? No, I, I think we, we talked about it yesterday. I think the two overwhelming reasons why, specifically, I mean, we're all Abishah, so I can only speak for the Abishah Christian community. Um, the two overwhelming reasons why men don't pursue women in the church is, for one, um, I think gossip is a big one. How do I look after this doesn't work out? Yeah, right? so and two, if I date you, and if we could talk about it in part one, that X that is out all your friends. And I'm like, well, Shoddy was kind of cute too, you know what I mean? Like, well, that, that counts everyone out. So those are the two, right? So if- This if, community is so small. Right, no, like, if, if we if we went on a couple of dates and it didn't work out, that means I can no longer date Mekli, I can't date Hanu, mm-hmm. I can't like, that exits out because it's some- If we went on dates or if you were talking to me and pursuing me and then I was like, eh, hey, nah. I think either or. Yeah, there- so that's how you figure them out. So I, like I think, right, we talk about this, why men, men are scared to cast blah, blah, blah. I, 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 don't, I don't agree with any of that. I think the two overwhelming reasons yeah, why men are presuming is because of gossip is the number one. Is what, how would I look like like when people know that I'm pursuing this person? Yeah, and so. two, it's like- Or I got rejected. How, how or I yeah, or I got rejected. Two mm-hmm. is now, if I date you doesn't work, now that means five other potential women are 
canceled out. Yeah, and the same that same quote about like being, you know, like you're not ready to pursue if you're not ready to be rejected. It goes the same way with women. Like you're not ready to pe- be pursued if you're going to gossip about it and 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 be immature or you know childish about yeah. that pursuit. Like then you're not ready to pursue. So you have to question yeah. like why maybe God wants you to be single. And and, and that's why know? that's why we're talking. When Sam was talking about we we as men need to be like a hundred and fifty percent sure is because it's rooted of like, if this doesn't work, then like all five other options don't work. That's why we need to be <laughs> so sure. Do you guys agree with that? Uh, I mean, yeah, you, you three can tell me if I'm right. I, I, I would agree. Yeah. No, yeah, I think I that's real. Yeah, I'll go ahead for the quick Yeah, I think that's real. He's like, man, you gotta be 150% sure because you saying goodbye to a whole community, man. You got to say goodbye to a whole city, a whole church. You feel me? If it doesn't work. Can I just say, I've actually, and I was telling you this yesterday, I've actually overheard somebody that I didn't know very well, but I overheard her go up to her friend very loudly and talk about how a guy had shot a shot and she was not about it. And she said it by name. And I literally, like, I was just like, oh my God, like, why is this the norm? Why... Like, I don't know, that was something that really, like, made me feel so bad because I was like, now I kind of understand. Like, yeah. this guy got dragged and now, and he did absolutely nothing except just approach a girl. It's not like he played her. It's not like he did anything. And even if he did, there's still a level of wisdom you exercise in sharing that information, of course. But, like, it's just, like, I don't know. It was sad. And so that's why I brought up in the last podcast, if a guy approaches you and you are not feeling it, it starts and it ends right there. And there is no need outside of pride and your desire to be noticed yeah. that you're going around telling mm-hmm. people. And I'm sorry if that sounds harsh, but I think we need to look at ourselves. We need to look inside first and say, what is causing me to do this? Should I, you know, speak about this or should I keep my mouth Why shut? don't you guys think that this is a huge issue in like non Abishad Christian communities? Like, because like they don't, like, I don't think that that, I've never seen that to be a thing where like, it's like, don't tell people that this person pursued you. It's just like, if they do, I think do, it they... is. I, I also I don't, don't think, know. I mean, we were also talking about this yesterday. Oh, y'all have lots of conversations. <laughs> <laughs> we were in Dallas a year and a half ago and we were at a church and their youth, all three of us, right? Yeah. And their, yeah. their, their youth pastor was 19 years old and was married, right? And so we're, th- us three, we were like, Absolutely. <laughs> no, I, I didn't all, say that. Y'all oh, said yeah, yeah. Yeah. We I was like, like, oh, wow. Okay, it couldn't be me. No, the guys were so yeah, shook. So and, 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 but then also they were dragging you guys too. They were like, why are none of you guys married? Yeah, and mind you, we're coming in 24, 25, 26. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, why are you guys not married? Wrong like, what's wrong, wrong with you guys? <laughs> right? And so. I think I, they had a meeting with you guys too about yeah, it too. Yeah, that's a whole nother. And so, and I got to thinking, it's almost like they kind of don't have much of a heavy emphasis. This might sound wrong. But I, I kind of want to explain. They don't have such a heavy emphasis on marriage as, as much as the Abishad community does. Like, for example, like if I need to be so sure because, like, my almost, it's almost like my identity's in this person. Everything I, I mean, that we might not be saying that like outwardly, but almost like I need to be so sure that I need to get my money right. I need to get this right. I need to get X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D in order first because, like, every then like I have to give the rest of myself to this person. Where like you know these people in what was it? Wichita, Texas. I don't forget where it was. Yeah. You know, these people are 19, exactly. 18, you know, ring by spring. Um, and they're just like, yeah, like I like this person. She likes me. We love the Lord. Let's get married. We're yeah. both broke. We're both That's so whatever. Um, That's just, it's just culture. It's just a different culture. Yeah. I think it's just culture. They don't have such a, I think, 
yeah. Because, right, personally, right, if you asked me a year ago how when I would want to get married, um, I would say probably 29, 30, right? Because I'm thinking I need to be, like, financial. I'm probably not going to be financially ready. Well, I'm 26 now. Um, I, will, I'll, I need to be, I don't think I'll be financially ready till I'm 28, 29. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I mean, like, spirit, like, whatever, right? Um, but now at 20, so I have a new job right now at 26. I'm significantly more financially stable, right? Um, and that has changed my perspective um, for marriage. So you want to get married now? So now my timeline has shrunk significantly. So you're right. getting because now. it's like, let me break. Yeah. And I think a large portion of that, I don't know if we're getting off topic here, but a large portion of that came from my financial security. Of yeah. like, but what okay. does that have to do with But marriage? I think also, but I think also like culture is a huge part of it, right? Because like what we also have to see is like their, 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 their parents did the same thing that they right. did. But and then to- like, it just goes down into this generation. Like it's not the generational thing where it's not a big deal to like find your boyfriend and get married and start your family yeah. at that age. But also, For us, it's like, my, like my mom is like you don't need to be married anytime soon until you yeah, get your graduate because, degree you know what I mean yeah. like it's very and there's just a difference in the culture of that too yeah I think for men too um especially in the offshore like sphere is right we're raised with parents who like the man is like the top he provides financially he's the spiritual leader he's all these like so and then kind of almost like I don't want to be, I don't want to throw a whole culture under the bus here, but right. It's almost like, it's not really a partnership. It's kind of like the man does it and the the wife is just at home cleaning. Right. And that's kind of like almost all we see, at least for, that's how it is for me. Um, right. There, it was kind of like dad, mom, us. Right. And there was no like, so when I'm seeing that growing up for 26 years, I'm like, oh, okay, I need to be this top yeah. of the tier guy where it's like, I need to be financially ready, spiritually ready, emotionally ready, all these things. I need to have a house. I need to have all things right because it's almost subconscious. Like my wife is not going to help me with these things. I need to do it. Do you see how that's right? almost unbiblical? Sure. But I mean, this is, this is what we're raised on, right? This is not like, this is not like, oh, we're just all toxic men. And we're just yeah. like, oh, the women are beneath us, right? Yeah. We're raised yeah. with this mentality of my dad is doing everything. My dad is working 20 hours a day. My dad is doing all these things for us. I have to do all these things first before I have a wife. Yeah. And I think that I'm, also, I think that also speaks to, you know, growing up, you constantly hear, yo, we gave up so much. We sacrificed so much so that you guys can have a better future, a better tomorrow. And so you kind of inherit this burden um, because you don't want to disappoint family too. And so you're not necessarily for a lot of, um, a lot of your younger years thinking about, you don't have the freedom to think I want to get married. It's how do I make sure that I don't disappoint my parents, my culture, my community? How do I make sure that I make something of myself so that even my parents are taken care of, you know, um, American culture, they have that privilege where their, their parents have their 401k. They got, they got everything set in stone. They're ready. Where in our community, we're our parents' retirement plan. You know what I'm saying? Like we're the ones that are gonna like in um, Ethiopian homes. You see three generations in one house. You take care of your parents and your grandparents. All three of them are there, and so we have a different burden um, in our culture. So we're trying to. Sorry, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we we have a different culture, so we want to take care of. Um, yeah, we want to take care of um, our family. We want to make sure our house is in order. But wh- what that also reminds me of is the article that set off this whole series um, where the author of the article said, we're single not because we take marriage too seriously, but because we take ourselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. And so we've put more weight on ourselves 
and that's why we're still single. But if we're looking at what God has designed for marriage, um, yeah, like in the Bible, they had nothing when they got married. Um, in fact, like the the husband before he betrothed his wife, he like or after he would go a year just to work just to have something when the marriage started. But when he would pursue her initially, he had nothing. You know what I mean? And so. There is this, um, you know, we build together. We, we, we got this, this is a partnership or what have you, but our culture hasn't afforded us that privilege. And we got to be sensitive culturally when we think about why we are the way we are, um, because we don't have certain privileges. We don't have certain, certain things aren't afforded to us. And so I think maybe the conversation then begins to change and, you know, yeah, we got to discover, okay, what's healthy and what's, what do we just leave behind or what have you? Um, I, I did want to ask a question in light of everything that's being said um, for the men. I know we asked the women earlier this too, but for the men, do you guys feel like, you know, I know we talked about being like fear of rejection, fear of gossip, but do you guys, you know, in light of even what you already was sharing, do you guys feel like you have to have your house in order to be a viable option for women where you need a degree, you need a certain amount of money in your account, you need some kind of position. I know like women, um, from what I've been told, if y'all don't feel this way, y'all can let us know. But women love a man that is respected, is a leader, um, is someone that is uh, leading his life well. Not Maybe not even in a community, but there's just a way he carries himself that's respectable among um, others. And so do you guys feel like all of that has to also be in place in order for you to even try um, pursuing a woman? Initially, yes. At first, at, at the beginning of like my walk with Christ, I was like, I have to get it all together. I have to have the money, like you already said. I have to be spiritually, you know, A1, uh, got the theology down. Man, I have to serve in some capacity in church. And I had all these mentalities because of what like society also told us. And you, you need to have the bread, you know, women love when you have money, you know, all these things. That is not really true. Um, so like I got into that with that mentality and then now I'm just realizing like, yo, like I don't really have to have it all together, um, in order to pursue somebody, you know, I can just go to her just not, I'm not saying go to her like empty handed, like no money, like not in love with Jesus. What I'm saying is once you do have something, um, you know, just let her know your intentions. So I think for me, I started I, I pursue now. Like, I ain't going to lie to you. I don't have a million dollars in my account. I will someday. Amen. Amen. But <laughs> we all will in Jesus' name. Um, but that, is, that shouldn't hold me back from telling, pursuing somebody. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I, I agree. Um, <clears throat> I think, honestly, man, just uh, growing up, like, I didn't talk to my parents about, like, this relationship was off limits until graduating college right like that was the mentality that my parents instilled in me and so at least like undergrad like you got to have your bachelor's degree and so that was more a restriction that my parents put on me and not I put on myself um but I don't think that and I don't think I grew up thinking like I need to have like a really good job I need to be super I I, I will say like I think the re the requirement for entering into relationship is emotional health um, it's spiritual maturity, um, a boldness enough to pursue and pursue well and, and faithfully, um, and not really this, I need to have every single thing together. I don't need to have a house. I don't need to 
have a job that pays me six figures. Uh, I don't need to have a, a nice car, any, like any of these material things, like that's not something that I grew up thinking. I, I think, um, honestly, I think that mentality causes us to accumulate a lot of these things. Right. So I get the really good job. I get the car, I get the, buy the house. I am super mature. I'm leading in church. I'm doing these things. And then I begin to look for relationship and I'm like, well, I need somebody that matches that. And so uh, standards that again are like way too high and unrealistic for a woman to have all of these things because we're like well I put in all this work I need somebody that's going to match me in this and and so I think removing that um, expectation of like I need to have all of these things before even considering pursuing someone um, really frees us up and then it also enables us and I think the Lord needs to do a work in our hearts too but it also allows us to consider people that also don't have everything together right because ultimately marriage, the Lord's going to work in marriage and, and you're going to work together to heal in specific ways, to grow in specific ways, um, to grow in serving and different, different things like that. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't think I bought into that growing up. I, I don't think I buy into that now, but I do think that our parents kind of instill in us the, the belief that we need to have a bachelor's degree at least before entering into relationship for some reason. Uh, you know, we were also talking about this yesterday, <laughs> um, but um, we were thinking, I think a lot of it, as I was digging deeper too, um, so I say, I would say definitely, right? I was like, I need to have X, Y, Z before anything. Um, and, and I think, especially when it comes to like money, um, a big thing is money. And I don't think it's more of like, right? Because if I'm making 40, she's making 40, right? We're making 80, we're, we're cooling, right? Um, but I don't think it's more of like, I make enough to sustain us. I think it's like, I don't have the money to provide you a wedding that you want, right? I make 40000 We can go to like Vegas and have a chapel, right? Um, right. So I think a lot of the, 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 the subconsciousness of like, I don't, I need money. Maybe not be for like our, our, our marriage. It's for the wedding, right? I don't have money to have, have this wedding that you want. Um, so I don't know if it's coming from just, you know, Abish was having like, four day long weddings and you know spending fat hundreds like tens of thousands of dollars on weddings and you're like whoa i can't afford that so therefore yeah. i'm not i'm not going to be in a predicament where i have to pay for that so i'm going to wait until i have you know 100k in the bank before i pop the question or before mm -hmm. i even pursue right because mm -hmm. i'm 26 i'm dating you for four years um damn but that hold, but does that hold you back from the pursuit or does that hold you back from marriage once you're dating um, well, I mean, you're asking, so if I'm 22, right, obviously I don't think I'm going to get married in the next three years. I mean, maybe you are, I don't know. Um, so no, right. But if you're asking me now at 26, you know, people 26, 27, 20, 29, you know, and they're not making bread, mm -hmm. right. They're going to be like, well, I, I, I can't pursue you because I need money to pay for this wedding. So I'm going to wait to pursue, pursue you. Pursue because, right, you or... the, the length of your day. So you're talking about like a man who's single. Yeah, I'm, okay, yeah, I'm okay, talking about okay. it's because the length of an engagement, I mean, a dating phase, I'm, I'm assuming will be sh generally in the Abishak community, right? Once you hit 26, like, if you're dating have, more than three years in our culture, you're kind of like looked down on kind of. Finances like, have absolutely nothing to do with the covenant, though. And that's what like blows me because granted, I, I know it sounds like peachy keen to say, oh, I don't care about money. But like, it, like you, you having six figures in your account has nothing to do with the promise before God or like the, you know, the covenant before God. So it's I feel like thing. I, I rather genuinely like to the bottom of my soul, if I know 
granted I'm ready for marriage anytime soon but if I know I'm ready like I meet my man and we're both dead broke I'd rather get married in the court and then save up and then have my wedding just because I'm not like it, the whole as as big of a wedding as I want and as big of family as I have like I have these I, I've planned my wedding since I was a kid yeah. but like you just have to pop the man in there but the thing <laughs> is like I don't I I'm willing to to sacrifice the wedding for a later date for the sake of just getting married. And I feel like when we think of, oh, we have to have all these things together, we then think like, it's like a superficial mindset. And I'm not saying you're superficial by any means, but like that's that has nothing to do with the relationship. Like me having financial security. Yes, of course I want to have financial security. Of course I don't want my, my family to struggle or my kids to struggle. Cause I don't want my kids to have to grow up the way I did. But there's also a sense of like, I know that I'm not getting married to a person for the sake of their finances. Like as long as there's a certain goal set, like. I'm, if you have a certain ambition, you're not going to be broke. Like you might be broke right now, but you're not going to be broke. Yeah. You were broke a few years ago, but you're not broke now. Why? Because you had a goal set and you yeah. were ambitious. Yeah. So like yeah. you could have gotten married two years ago when you were dead broke and, and been, and been fine yeah. because you had the, the pursuit in your heart you had, to succeed. If you were in a relationship that was at a point where you were ready to get married. And I think it depends on that too, right? Like if you're dating and you guys are still not financially secure to be ready, but like you're ready to get married like you want to take that step I, it's all about the people you can wait or you cannot wait and i think another thing that needs to be like also understood jump into this conversation because like if we're talking from the single perspective i think we tend to always jump to like okay in marriage yeah. like can we talk about dating first because that's the area that you're really cultivating and growing and exemplifying what your marriage is going to look like and the dating season really just gets like so like skipped over like even the conversation around like like it's like oh as a husband i'm gonna be like this as a wife i'm gonna be like this in my marriage i want to be like this but it's like but where's what about how are you gonna be in dating and i think that that's something that has really been like heavy on my mind um just in in general because a lot of the things that we're even learning the two of us right in our separate relationships are things like that we're going to cultivate in in marriage um actually ironically last night we did a we're doing a devotional the one that i mentioned in the last podcast um and the topic last night was on love and money and it was talking about how to navigate money in your dating season and there's all these things that like what does that mean oh my gosh it's a lot and it, it, it I mean, I could, that's a whole other conversation. We can talk about it later, but I mean, like being transparent about like where you're spending your money. Um, is it on more materialistic things or entertainment? Where that stems this from? That? Your, your, your boyfriend? <laughs> Get off topic. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. I have, I have a question. Sorry. Well, that, but anyways, we're going off track of what I was, I'll, we'll talk about that later. But what I was going to say was like, okay, let's say you are financially secure in, in your, in your career. What if you lose that job? Like, are you going to still be happy with the person that you're with or, or are you going to still be okay pursuing the woman that you're pursuing like nothing is promised and as women like if your man is secure in a in a six-figure job what if he loses his job like there's a whole pandemic going on right now like what if he does like lose his job how are you going to act then are you still going to be supportive are you still going to let him lead you although he doesn't have a job are you still going to be you know faithful in what god has for him like those things really do matter and i think that um, we put so much emphasis and, and security around finances, but then forget that like, that's something that God gave us. That's not something that we did ourselves. So, so you can, it can be taken away at any point. How, what is your character? Like, like regardless of, of the season, those are fleeting things. Um, I have a question. So Fikru and, and Sam and Abu, do you guys feel like to even initiate dating, you need a certain sense of like financial stability? Or is that just for marriage? Like, is that reserved just for, because dates cost? 
Yeah, I'll speak for myself. I think like, you know, and you know, this is, um, yeah, so for me, uh, I want to be um, in a position where I could, you know, get ready to be married. You know, I know we don't, you know, I, I really appreciate Zama's take on, you know, you know, the dating process is important and we need to spend some time there. Um, but I'm also thinking about, you know, uh, okay, how can I position myself so that, you know, when the time does come, I have an engagement ring, you know, when the time does come, you know, uh, yeah. And this is, you know, I'm, I'm just going to put myself out there. Like I just have this thing in me where I want, you know, the person I marry to work because she wants to and not because she has to. Mm-hmm. And so I don't look at it as a partnership either. I look at it as like, if, if, if she doesn't want to work, I want to position myself where she doesn't have to. And so there's this extra weight that I carry of like being financially secure because of that, you know what I'm saying? And so, and I, what is that? And I'm, I'm having a lot of friends that are getting married or having kids now. And, you know, a lot of the wives want to be, um, yeah, stay at home. And there's like, you know, there's conversations about that. Like, is that feasible for us? Is that, and so just looking at my friends that are having kids, I'm like, man, if that does happen, um, does my wife have freedom to stay home if she wants to, you know what I'm saying? And so I know like, I shouldn't think that far when I'm thinking about the dating stage, but it's almost like, you know, because I date with the intent of marriage, you know, it's like, okay, have I positioned myself um, well so that, um, yeah, it's, it's just like having your ducks in a row. I don't know where that comes from. Maybe it's culture, maybe it's self-inflicted, maybe it's past relationships, wherever that comes from. Um, there's just this weight that I have where I want to make sure that I have my ducks in a row when I, when I pursue someone. And I, I think that's totally okay. I think that's not, it's not a bad thing at all to even be thinking of preparing um for like marriage or what you're going to be like in your I think that's totally healthy but I think also be kind on yourself and be gracious with yourself to understand that these are also conversations that you can't just have ready and like answered in your singleness like you you, these are conversations that you're going to have with your girlfriend when you're dating who knows she might be in law school right now or she might be in med school right now and she might be studying to be a doctor and then like oh I had all these plans to be you know preparing for my mom my 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 wife to be a stay-at-home mom and and all these things but like i didn't have to waste that time on doing that when you could spend that time instead of praying and cultivating those the things over her um so you know like it's not bad to think those things but also like you don't know who she's gonna be or what she's going to want to do or whatever but these are conversations that you're gonna that you're gonna have with her yeah Um, so if you don't have the bread are you not gonna pursue her because it sounds like you're you are thinking for the long term and that's good but like if you don't have the bread and that's not feasible for you and like we're in a panty and if things if you lose your job or whatever the case is like are you not going to pursue the woman because you don't have the quote-unquote funds to or you don't it's not feasible at the moment Mm -hmm. yeah I, i think i'll pursue but it's weighing on me that's a factor i think about you know what i'm saying it's like uh that's a reality that plays in my mind yeah yeah, I, I would agree. Um, yeah, I, I tend to have a mindset like I need to have this um, together before. I want to set my family for a success. I don't want to, like Abu said, like, man, I want to make sure my wife doesn't have to go to work. She can just enjoy it. But at the same time, Zima brought a good point. Like, I'm putting too much pressure on myself. Um, 
then I need to give grace for myself, right? So I think that's something that I have to unlearn and also always be cautious of, like whenever I see a potential and just like, okay, I have to get all this together and then, but I just be like, maybe she might be a, a doctor, who knows, right? Huh? She might be in med school, who knows? <laughs> so yeah, you're right. I, I definitely need to actually think about and say, hey, you need some grace for yourself, brother, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And if not, still prepare yourself for your yeah. financial security and your stability. That will also yeah. benefit you later on. Don't just only base that to like feed the protect. That's a lot of heavy weight on a single man to have. And it's just not fair. Realistically. And, and then again, like nothing is promised. You can lose your job and not know what yeah. your next plan is going to be. And then what? Are you going to be hard on yourself because that's the direction that life took you? You know, like it just... Yeah, I think that's good. I think men think about providing just naturally. Like we want to provide for our families. We want to provide for a wife, with kids, whatever, even if they're non-existent. And it's coming in five, ten years, whatever it is. And so, um, yeah, I don't think I, I think about that. I mean, I, if you don't have money to go on dates and stuff like that, I feel like that would be hard, you know what I mean, to, to pursue. I'm like, man, I want to put myself in a position to – be there you know what I mean because I don't know I, like I haven't even th thought about that but also it depends like who are you pursuing you know what I mean is she a woman who's willing to work with you is she a woman who um isn't ma materialistic and hopefully if if I'm pursuing her like she's not going to be that you know because I've seen characteristics in her I've seen uh, her pursuit of the Lord and her desire to um to honor him and I mean if she's interested in me then she'll she'll work with me with with me being broke. Um, so I wouldn't say I think actively about um, like, would I be able to take my girl on a date or, or anything like that? I think about the wedding. I think about a down, a down payment on a house. I think about like these other things um, that are also going to contribute to the date in which I get married. But um, I would definitely say like, if I'm broke, broke, I probably wouldn't pursue a woman. What's up? What is broke? Like, what, what level is that? Zero. Zero. Sorry. Zero. <laughs> Zero is broke. Like, like, unemployed currently. Like that. Unemployed, yeah. no savings. You know what I mean? Like, what if, uh, what credit if, card debt. What if you're already in a relationship and it, you hit unemployment? What happens then? Hopefully, I was wise and like, hey, you got to do that Dave Ramsey stuff. Do I have them? Do I have some money saved up? Do I have some preparations? But if I'm broke, broke, and I got debt, and we already in a relationship, I'm not. We're not gonna break up, right? We're not. I'm, that's. Right. It's just something that if you're in that place and and point in, in time and in life, then you're gonna have to work on continuing to, to to pursue jobs. You know, identifying potential opportunities. You got to grind. You know, if you're willing to grind, um, I think you work through some of that stuff, but. I think from a woman's perspective, maybe it's not so much what you have, it's what are you willing to do about it? Yeah. So I think like, yep. even if you are dead broke and a man does feel comfortable to pursue a woman, I think we're looking for it. Well, what are you going to do about these things? It's how are you working towards bettering yourself? It doesn't mean being a millionaire. But I don't want to, I don't, uh, that to me is not something that I'm even looking for right now, but it's, how are you ambitious stewarding exactly yeah. how are you yeah. do you have an ambition whether it's, it doesn't have to be career necessarily ambition but do you have an ambition um how are you stewarding 
what's been given to you. And I think when you do find a godly woman who is willing to kind of run this race next to you, these pressures that you thought when you were single don't seem as weighty anymore because you're starting to realize you're like, wow, okay, like maybe my expectations weren't exactly, maybe they were a little bit too high in terms for myself. And yeah, but I'm speaking for me here when I say like, it's not so much, are you broke? Do you have a master's? Do you have all these things? What are you doing about it? This like goes into, and you know, we, we got to wrap up here pretty soon here, but you know, there's this conversation around, you know, are you cool with dating a guy with potential versus a guy who's already there? Do you want to build with your man or do you want to have the man already there? And I'm also interested to, you know, maybe for you uh, listeners, let us know what you guys think as well. But it sounds like from, you know, you know, Mikli, uh, Hanu and Zama, you guys are cool with the guy having vision and a work ethic and a plan or what have you. Um, but I don't know if that's, you know, I don't know if I'll speak for myself as a man. I don't know if I feel like all women think that way. You know, I feel like sometimes like, you know, most, and maybe I'm even wrong in this too, but maybe it's like what culture has portrayed, but it's almost like the man has to have his ducks in a row um, in order to be a viable option for someone. Like then what, you know, yeah. so I think we have to just as women, Yeah. am I looking for your potential in your money or whatever or in your character that's where i think there might be error i'm like like let's be let's hold back on that if your patterns at the moment are telling me that your character is there your work ethic your discipline your integrity um everything else will follow god willing right like we believe that and i I don't think that's naive i think it's not even when we think potential over pattern when it's in superficial things or when the guy's not even giving you anything to base that potential off of in the moment yeah and i'm not trying to like glamorize or what or, or or put this like picture fairy tale version of like we're the we're great women who like it's tough right like i'm we can't sit here and say that if we were dating a guy and he lost his job or whatever and and, and finances started to become an issue we're going to be like it's fine we're good we're good like no it's going to be tough realistically it's going to be hard it's going but but i think when i think that's the point of us being christians and godly dating like there is a there is a point behind us like like that's when trust in God comes in. That's when it shows like, where's the stewardness? That's when, where's the prayer warrior in, in, in her life? Like these things start to come into fruition and that's why it's important. It's not that we, um, you know, are, you know, perfect or whatever and thinking these ways. It's just where it shows, it shows to the woman and it shows to the man where their relationship with God is and where they, uh, where their heart is and how, how much God has really like worked in, in their heart. It's a heart thing more than it is like a personality thing. Like, was this our mindset a couple of years ago? Probably not. Right. But like, it's just on how God has worked through us and what we've seen. And, and yeah, it takes a certain level of security. I think, um, like, I don't know if you guys watch insecure. I don't even know if that's appropriate to discuss, but you know, like when Lawrence lost his job and like, he, he had such a lack of security and like it displayed in every part of their relationship. And so like, that if a man has a certain level of security in his heart like he's secure in who he is yeah. him losing his job isn't gonna like your if your whole life and your whole security and all you are is just based on how much money you make and like your status then you're you're in flaw like you're you know yeah. your your root is flawed and it scares me as the woman to know that like that's where your that's where your confidence and that's where yeah, your, like, if your confidence is in their- your money then like you really lack confidence. And it's like, with. how are you going to lead me if like, let's say something else come, goes wrong in our relationship. Like, how am I going to trust that you're going to lead me towards our God and towards yeah. Christ if this this one thing just shook your world like this? You know, it's that, it means a lot. 
Yeah, so it's, I think it's, yes, financial stability is important, but, like, it's not everything. And, like, I know that sounds like such a blanket statement, yeah. and, like, I can't speak for all women, because, like, of course I would want someone who's financially stable, right. because, but I also know I'm going to be financially stable for myself, so, like, I don't, I don't necessarily need that, but for themselves, yes, I would hope a man wants to be financially stable for his kids, and, like, to be able to lead in that way, too, but there's also has to be a level of understanding that, like, in what other ways are you a leader if you're not currently the finance like if i'm yep. making more than my husband yeah which is it, it, just, it might be what it is mm -hmm. what other ways are you leading are you, are you like, children yeah. like you know like are, are you a father figure in the household those things are more important than financials and i feel like we as a society because i grew up for a while my mom was making more than my dad my, my dad wasn't working for a little bit my mom was a single mom for a while so like I know what it looks like for a woman to really like to be the head of the household, which is, I'm not saying is a good thing. I'm not saying that's that's what it should be, but like there's more aspects to it that way heavier than financial stability. And I feel like that's such a superficial blanket that we just like emphasize in our society or in our culture. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's good. Um, yeah, so much to be said there. I mean, as you guys were speaking, I had questions firing in my head. Um, but um, maybe we'll do a part two of this um, if, if need to be. But just wrapping things up, I know we talked about guys and girls being friends. We talked about who should pursue who. If I'm not mistaken, uh, please remind me or refresh my memory if I forget. Um, but it sounds like, um, you know, women, um, you know, it's okay to, you know, let your intentions be known but there's this desire for godly men to pursue, um, you know, uh, and then men have a hard time doing that because they don't want to be rejected. Men have a hard time doing that because of gossip. And then maybe men have a hard time doing that because of where they're at financially or where they're at in life. They want to have certain things figured out before they make that first step. Though, I'm just going to overview big picture. Those are some of the things we tackled. Um, and I bring that up because in conclusion, does anybody, um, and I want to give the floor for everyone to want to share a final thought or an encouragement or a challenge, or yeah, maybe you want to clarify something before we wrap this thing, this thing up. Yeah, I want to challenge the men. Man, shoot the shot. <laughs> <laughs> so when I did mine, I took a, a huge risk, right? Um, I could, so actually on paper, right? I was not even close to what, like, my girlfriend wanted, right? Mm. But I still shot my shot anyway, and I bagged it. You know what I mean? Um, so I just say shoot your shot, um, and don't be yeah, don't be afraid of rejection. Um, I, I do the your worries of gossip and um, how you look are valid, mm -hmm. uh, but I say don't let that stop you. Um, yeah. From. And I guess my challenge to women would be the next time a guy is pursuing you, keep it to yourself and see where that goes. And if it doesn't go anywhere, still keep it to yourself. Um, and I, yeah, just just practice that. And and also ask yourself, why do I need to tell these people? Like try to, uh, oh, it's because that's my best friend. Okay, but why does she have to know? Oh, because I tell her everything. Like trace it down to like the point, the, 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 the foundational reason. Um, DM me if there, if you find, like, I challenge you to DM me if you find a, a reason that it's okay to, to tell people about a, a guy pursuing you or whatever. Um, but I promise you it'll always come down to a superficial or gossipy reason. Um, and I will, I will take the debate and I will take the, um, the hate mail for that one. So, yeah. Mm, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. 
You sure? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I think what what you already said was good. I think what both of you guys said was good, honestly. Um, but guys, man, don't wait until you get the the vibe back type stuff. You know, you don't gotta wait, bro. Just go ahead, go for it. If you really feeling somebody, bro, you gotta be like, what do you think? We're not playing tennis. You know what I mean? We don't have to get the back and forth. Just shoot your shot. Um, also, I think what Zemo was saying, like, use wisdom and who are you shooting your shot to? You know what I mean? Like, is it somebody that isn't spiritually mature enough to honor you in keeping it between you two? You know, uh, I think we need to identify, like, what do I value and what am I looking for in a relationship? Um, and hopefully it would be someone that has enough wisdom to be discreet with, with that interaction. So uh, guys, be bold and be wise in who you're choosing to pursue to. Yeah, Sam, Absolutely. shoot your shot at whoever's in your DMs. Um, but <laughs> I I really want to say, like, we're talking about dating, we're talking about marriage, but, like, also emphasizing that it's okay to be single. And, like, it's okay to be in a season of working on yourself. And, like, Zayma brought up in the last uh, podcast episode, but, like, if you're saying that you're working on yourself, and that's something that really convicted me, like, if you're saying you're going to work on yourself, then work on yourself. Like, don't let your sing- season of singleness be in vain, because, like, this might be the only time that you're, you know, like, once you're married, you're married. Like, that's it's it. So, like, this might be the only time in your life that you really have to work on yourself as an individual. And, like, I was super convicted by it because if I'm saying that I'm single for a reason, I'm single to work on, like, my past and my traumas and my relationship with God and being who God calls But is what you're saying it is and, yeah. like, actually cultivate that. Yeah. So, like, yes, all humans talk about in the church is marriage and relationships, which is annoying. But, like, it's okay to be single and, like, cultivate yourself in that singleness and, like, let God lead you in that singleness and, like, and truly, like, seek therapy, seek counsel. Like, Zayma drove it at home and she kept saying, like, seek your, your wise counsel in your life, whether that's, like, your pastor, your mentors, your disciples, whoever that is, and, like, be intentional about that. And so that was a challenge that I got from the last podcast, and that's something that, like, it reiterated in my head. I feel like really God spoke through her when she said that. And so for everyone who's listening, like, it's okay to be single, but it's also, like, use that singleness to your advantage and like to serve God. Cause this is the most you like, this is the best time to serve yeah. God is in your singleness. Yeah, absolutely. And even if you're saying like, Oh, I'm not ready. So I don't really need to work on myself. You're it's going to happen naturally. Like, you know, like you just, you just don't know what's going to happen. So why not work on, there's always have, something to work on. There's always something to work on. Um, yeah. So that was good. Thank you. Anna. Write a book. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. I guess something that I'll say really quick. Um, one of my favorite quotes on relationships, and I probably told you guys this, but um, it's about self-awareness, and it says, you bring your redeemed self-aware self into the relationship, otherwise you become what you want because you want the person, you become what the other person wants because you want the person. And so with that said, uh, be self-aware, uh, study your emotional health, learn yourself, know uh, what you think about yourself, learn your flaws, your weaknesses, your traumas, yeah. your past, yes. deal with it. Don't think you're going to finish dealing with it. That's a lifelong process, but deal with it, uh, intentionally deal with it so that when someone else comes along beside you, you can deal with it together in a proactive way. Um, You're aware of what needs to be worked on and it also humbles you. So it helps to humble yourself in your pursuit of a spouse or another person. Um, Yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah. Be realistic. Well, from your boy, Sam, all I have to say to my men is shoot your shot. And for my sisters, it's okay. We heard to let, you know, to give a hint, to let your intentions be known. It's okay. It's okay. So my men, be a Kobe, be a Stephen Curry. If you want to be like LeBron, go ahead and dunk. Go for it. (laughs)
That's all I got to say. Rejected. Yeah, be ready to get rejected too. That's fine. That's completely fine. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so, yeah, so just to, man, I love what everybody had to say. And one of the reasons why we actually, uh, you know, when me and Sam wanted to start the, we, we had no idea it would turn into three parts or it would get the response that it did. But the initial um, heart behind why we even put out that episode is we wanted to challenge um, single people for being single for no reason. There's nothing wrong with being single. In fact, shameless plug at Perizim, we just spent seven weeks talking about why singleness is glorious and God's heart and intent and vision mm -hmm. for singleness. But I think if we were to be real, sometimes we're single for reasons God doesn't have us being single for. And so we just want to encourage, you know, like, yo, um, yeah. And, and I hope this ho helped foster conversations even offline. And I'm, I'm very appreciative of the conversations I've had from y'all uh, who reached out. But yeah, man, like, let's not let certain things hold us back um, from pursuing um, a, a godly romantic relationship. You know, we don't need to, you know, wait till we're 35 or 40 to like say the I do's. And, you know, like there, there's, um, you know, I, my challenge would be for me and even my, our, our listeners is, you know, do the deep work. I think Zama talked about like, do the deep work behind why they're gossip needs to take place but i would also encourage do the deep work behind why it is that you are single and if it's really because um you're trying to honor god in your singleness or because you're letting certain things hold you back and our hope and intent in these last three episodes and um, even the one we did with Lozan Esaias was to unpack maybe some of these reasonings that aren't so bright and expose them for what they are and i hope that um, I know we can't tackle everything and even the things that we did br bring up, we can't go as deep as we could, but I hope this encourages you guys to, yeah, I want to see more relationships happen. I want to see more marriages happen. I want to see uh, people um, take full advantage of this dating world. Like, yo, it's, it's okay to date. It's okay to get to know someone. You're not ungodly for doing that. You're not in sin for trying to get to know someone to be, uh, married to them. And uh, yeah, I just want to, I don't know for me, I, I don't know if you guys feel this way too, but for some reason, I feel like in the Abisha Christian community, there's this stigma around dating um, and, you know, what it looks like to really pursue someone. And so hopefully these episodes encouraged you to think through maybe why you're still single. And if the singleness um, is really rooted in biblical principles, um, and if not, yeah, talk with your friends, talk with your pastors, talk with your disciples, talk to your mentors. Feel free to reach out to any one of us. We'll probably have everybody's handle down below. Um, feel free to DM. But yeah, hope this blessed y'all. Hope this encouraged y'all. Um, praying for y'all. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for every single one of you guys who listen, like, subscribe, share it. Uh, it means the world. We don't take that lightly. I find it fascinating that people will actually listen, you know? And so we don't take this lightly. And uh, thank you for trusting us to engage in this conversation. Um, thank you to Fikru, Hanu Miklit, Yordi Zema, Sam for joining us on part one, part two, and part three. Y'all made this uh, series fun to record, fun to put out, fun to have conversations. And so we appreciate your wisdom, your perspectives. Uh, thank you for being open and vulnerable with even where you guys are at, where you guys have been and what the Lord is doing in your heart and where he's leading you guys. Um, it's not always easy to share that with uh, the internet, um, but thank you guys for leading in that way. Uh, we love y'all until next time, family. Uh, peace and grace.